Hello and welcome to Timeless Truths, a sermon podcast from St. Mark Ministries in Greater Green Bay, Wisconsin. This week we continue our series, Grace is Coming to Town. In episode 21, let's join Pastor John Parlow as we learn what makes Christmas merry. So open up your heart, open up your Bible, and let's dig in to these timeless truths. Don't we? Don't we? Don't we need some more peace on earth, goodwill to mankind? Don't we need some more silent night, holy night? Don't we need the appearance of angels, the sudden joy of the shepherds, and the hope, the blessed hope of a child whose name means salvation? And we do need someone to save us from that rancor, that bitterness, that hostility. Today we live in a very much for or against culture. Red or blue? Donkey or elephant? Trump or Biden? Here's what I'm for. I'm for the baby in the manger. God in a barn, God with an umbilical cord, so human that his mother nursed him, so divine that the angels worshiped him. I'm for a young woman who's wide-eyed because she's just given birth but never had sex. I'm for a stunned Joseph who soldiers on into an improbable story in the history of the world. His name will be Jesus, the angel Gabriel told both of them, for he will be the Lord who brings salvation. He will be the King of kings and Lord of lords, the one you need. He will be great. And we need to be saved. We need to be saved from sin, guilt, shame, death, the wrath of God, as well as political rankering. And then the angel Gabriel probably said with a smile, oh yeah, and by the way, he's gonna be great. So great that he can silence storms, uh, banish demons, command viruses and vacate a few tombs, including his own. So great that he's gonna leave heaven to come to earth and he's gonna be born to die to give you and me grace. Grace, that's God's undeserved love for sinners like you and like me. Oh, we don't deserve it. We certainly can't earn it. Grace is always undeserved love. But here's an important part of the real Christmas message many people miss. Wherever there is grace, there is a required death. So God the Father sends his only son to give us what we need the most, and that is grace. So I was wondering this holiday season, just a personal question, Who this season do you need to extend the grace of gift to? Maybe today or tonight or tomorrow. 
And as you're contemplating that, remember, if you're going to extend grace, there's going to be some kind of death in your life. Let me explain what I mean. Over 2,000 years ago, God the Father sent his only son, Jesus, to be the perfect grace gift to pay for all of the times when we fall short of his holy standard. Because God demands perfection, not good. Because good isn't good enough for God. It's certainly not good enough for you guys as well, right? So he demands perfection. And so he sends his son. And God the Father, when he sent his son, literally died to his right to demand that we pay for our sins, that we get punished for our own sins. Rather, he said, you know what? You don't owe me anything. I'm going to offer the free gift of salvation as a gift with no strings attached. And so I'm going to send my son Jesus as the perfect grace gift, not only to let you know more about what God's like, because you'll be God in the flesh, but so that your sins can be forgiven. And God the Father would remind you, because anytime you extend grace, there has to be a death. For Jesus to be that grace package and gift that first Christmas Eve, uh, he had to sacrifice. He gave up something, gave up heaven to come to earth. Uh, there's a passage that is a very much a Christmas Eve passage that most people think is not a Christmas Eve passage, but it tells you exactly what Jesus died to, exactly what Jesus gave up for us. It's Philippians chapter two where it says to Christians, your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his advantage, own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing, taking by nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. He gave up his place in heaven to come to earth, literally to love you to death. That's the Mary in Merry Christmas. That's grace. Your extensions and your offerings to grace to your family members and maybe the people you rub shoulders with this Christmas time uh, will demand that there's some kind of death in your life as well. Uh, maybe that's a death of your pride. Maybe that's the death of your rights or your demands or your truth. Maybe that's the death of your, I don't know, you're, you're wanting to get, you know, some payback. Maybe that's the death of your expectations. Maybe that's the death of, of you being able to tell people your side of the story, and then at the end they say, you know what, you were right, they were wrong. For you to extend grace to someone you know this Christmas season, means there's going to have to be a, a death in your life. That's the way grace works. Because here's another insight that many people miss about Christmas. Death always has to come before grace. Death precedes grace. If you're gonna extend grace to someone but expect something from that person, 
in return, that's not grace. That's a trade. Let me illustrate that. Maybe you've uh, said to yourself or said out loud to others, you know, I tried to forgive her, but it didn't work. Or I tried to be nice to him, but it didn't work. Or I tried to put everything in our past, and it didn't work. And I would say to you, what do you mean it didn't work? And you likely would say, as I have said, well, I tried to be nice to him, but he didn't change. He wasn't any nicer. He wasn't any more gracious. It didn't work. In other words, you didn't receive anything back in return. You were actually offering a gift with strings attached. My friends, that's not grace. That's selfish manipulation. When you extend grace, expecting something in return, it's not grace. It's a trade. When... uh, When Jesus came to this earth as a perfect grace gift, aren't you glad he didn't come here to trade with us? God the Father sent his son, Jesus, as the perfect grace gift with the hope that all people, regardless of what's in your background, regardless of where you've come from, will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the only Savior. That's why in his word he writes that famous passage, for God so loved the world. That means he loves you because you're part of the world. God the Father's hope was that all people be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth, all people. God the Father's hope was that the message of Jesus and his forgiveness and salvation would so move you and wreck you and change you and motivate you that now, as a Jesus follower, you would use your money differently. You would leverage your relationships differently. You would use the calendar on your phone in a different fashion. In fact, you'd uh, use your sexuality in a God-pleasing way. The scriptures sum it up with this word. You would walk as children of life. But if you never believe, if you despise that message, if you don't think it really applies to you, it still stands. Jesus isn't taking it away. He continues to offer a no-strings-attached grace gift to you. And even if you think it's just foolishness like so many people, and even if you don't believe it, and the only reason you're here today is because you're dating the person you're sitting next to, and even if you despise it or ignore it, God's not going to take his grace offering away because it's grace. I have to believe that's why the angels, the first thing the angels said to those stunned shepherds on the first Christmas Eve were these words. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Knowing that most people would despise the offer, knowing that most people would reject the offer, knowing that most people would think it's just foolishness and some legend, Jesus today continues to offer that grace gift. Or as the passage says, his favor, his 
grace rests on mankind. And suddenly we're back to the question we've been asking for four weeks in a row here at St. Mark Ministries. And that is, where in your world right now in this Christmas season do you need to extend grace? I'm not talking about five people or three people. or I'm talking about that one person you're holding out on right now. That one person you're punishing with your attitude, with your lack of presence. What needs to die in your life in order for you to extend grace to that person? And that grace may take the form of physical affection. That grace may take the form of you just sitting down and actually listening. That grace may take the form of you staying an extra day. What does that person need the most but deserve the least? And how can you personally be an extension of that grace first given when the Father sent his Son as the perfect grace gift that first Christmas Eve? Because remember, the baby in the manger was sent so that you would have the forgiveness for every sin, so that you would be able to be a victor over death, meaning that if you're a Jesus follower listening to me, when you die, things only get much better. And God knows you don't deserve any of that stuff. So take a look at the screen. There are two blanks up there that I want you to go ahead and fill in. Who and how. Who is it that you need to extend some grace to this Christmas season? And how can you accomplish that? And as you are silently right now filling in those blanks, I'd like to remind you how your Heavenly Father filled in those blanks that first Christmas Eve. Here's how he filled them in. Who is you? How sent his son, born to die, that you might live forever? Have a grace-filled Christmas. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Timeless Truths. Whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, we're glad you could join us. For more information or to support the work of St. Mark Ministries, check out our website at stmarkministries.com. And be sure to tune in next week as we celebrate the new year. And remember, you matter and you are loved.